What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Repeat. It's your boy, Mike Sanchez. Yes, sir. This is your dog, Remy A in the building, a.k.a. really not in the building, though. Yes, sir. And you don't forget, y'all, don't say this. Say that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a special guest in the building today. Mike, go ahead and introduce our oh, guy. Man. I think special's not even the word, man. We got a legend in the building, awarded. You already know, recognized 2020 promoter in Massachusetts of the year. Shout out, Voss, man. How you doing, bro? Hi, uh, thank you for all the good words. It's always nice to be here and making more connections. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, thank bro. Thank you for coming in, bro. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for taking your time for coming in. So, boss, we're going to get right into it, brother. So for, for our listeners who, who may not be familiar who you are or the services that you do, give them a little bit on who Voss is. So I'm a, a, a music and a club promoter. I've promoted a lot of different local artists from Mass. And uh, I film my own shows as well at different venues. So, uh, and then I promote music. And now I'm also getting into music myself. And I'm gonna have my okay. my, my music coming soon. What kind of music? So I'm gonna be in the rap in the rap scene. Nice, so nice. I'm Fire, gonna, man. Yeah, I'm gonna include some club club type beats and rap. Absolutely, absolutely. That's now, now, would you be doing club music as well? Or different style of rap. So when I say club music, I don't mean like EDM music. I mean kind of trap right. and and rap. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what's up, man. We'll that's be excited lit. to uh, to hear that and, and definitely support that, man. And, and if you ever want to give us a sample of, of your musical talents, please. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, let us know. Let us know. So you said you put it on um, concerts for different types of rappers across Massachusetts. Of course, you love to hear that. You know, that's what say that's about getting the message out there for anyone who's a creative mind from the New England or Boston area. What about bigger artists? So, like, who's like kind of the bigger artist that you've done that you've put on these concerts for? So some of the biggest artists I've had are Lil Baby, The Baby, wow. Megan Thee Stallion, uh, wow. Tory Lanez last nice. year. Right. And I just uh, had uh, Ran Suno recently. Okay. Who is an upcoming rapper from New York. So, and we got a song coming up. So nice. That's nice. gonna be my first song. Nice. nice it's gonna nice. be with him. Yeah, it's it's featuring him, and we shot a, a music video already. So. Nice. It's coming up this month. That's what's up, man. man. That's what's up. Congratulations on that, brother. Thank you, bro. Absolutely, absolutely. So you're you're into promoting, into putting these events. Obviously, it's in the entertainment for for the masses. What 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 motivated you to get into that? Where did you see like a window of opportunity where you're like, I could do this. This sounds fun. So how I started doing shows and promoting was since high school. So if people don't know, I'm from Albania. I just moved to the U.S. two years ago. So um, I started. Damn, just two years ago. Yeah, two two year, yeah, two years ago in 2018. Oh, two. That's that's crazy. You still you already have like a good following and a good level of respect from people. Yeah. So I I started doing shows when I was in high school because I was the uh, um, it, it was called senator of my class. So me and my teachers would use would, would do events for uh, my school. So I I like that doing events for my class and stuff. So then after I graduated. Um, high school I started doing shows for my city and uh, I was getting more connections and stuff and then I moved to the US so I didn't want that to stop so I just kind of got in contact with different um, radio people and artists so that just built up from there congratulations on that first first and foremost I, I think that that whole story is 
very unique one and, and super inspiring that you've only been here for two years and you, you have accomplished uh, what you have accomplished thus far, man. We're all excited here and say that to see what else what else is coming from you. Thank you, man. I mean, it's just hard work. Like the hardest you work, I think you get better results. And mm -hmm. it's all about the connections when it comes to the music industry and to the shows and everything like that. So. Right, right. And you, and you just said it, it's about the connections. So how hard was it not having any connections or did you have connections when you came to Boston? So when I come here, I didn't have any connection. I, I just moved to the to, to Massachusetts because I have my aunt here and my cousins, but I have no like idea about music or anything like that. So we just moved here because we had somebody here. But um, when it comes to music and artists, I just uh, I had the following from back home because I was doing this over there. So that kind of helped me getting in contact with different artists from us. And that was easier for me. But then I just uh, was showing up in different events in mass and showing that I'm you know here to connect with you and like build a relationship so that just uh, and then promoting those artists make me more noticeable in other artists as well so it's just about showing up in different events like for me I just show up in different events like connect with other artists and then promote their music and then I just came out with my first event here nice what was that first event what was that so when my my first actual event was uh, with a young MA because oh, okay. before that I used to work with other promoters so I could get how things were work like uh, working in the US right. because in in Albania there are totally different things and then so I was working for other people basically just selling tickets and stuff like that and then I just was to at a point when I was like I have enough connections so let's try and do my own show with and see how many people I can bring in the in the venue. That's lit, that's lit. And where was your first show? Where was that venue? Where'd you put it on at? So most of my shows have been in uh, Lawrence Mass, in okay. uh, Central Nightclub, yep. like all of them, like The Baby, Lil Baby, <coughs> The Gun Stallion, so. Shout out Lawtown, man. That's real, that's a, that's a great area to have them. Yeah. yeah. But a lot yeah. of people show up. And it's, and a, it's a very Spanish, it's a very Spanish town. Do you ever have problems with like, trying to connect with the language barrier? Uh, not really because all of my like I, ha I haven't had any Latin artists big Latiners so all my artists have been rappers so um, it doesn't really matter that it's in Lawrence because I know most of the people there are Hispanic but most of the people who come on my shows are from Boston and from other areas yeah. that are like artists and stuff that has to do with rap it's not that most of my people who come in the venue are Hispanic or you know. Right, right. So it doesn't really matter. And um, where did where did your uh, love for rap come from? Is that something that you still had a passion for back home, or is it something that you kind of uh, developed once you moved to the U.S.? So I've always been uh, into music, but basically I like listening to rap all the time, and then I like listening to trap, to dembow, Spanish. <laughs> yes, yeah. Absolutely. And then, but yeah, I've always been focused on rap more. Nice, 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 nice. I just always have loved that type of music. And since you are um, international, what were some of the, or I should say, who were some of the artists that kind of got you into rap? Because I know a lot of artists don't really connect that far, but since you are from Europe, what uh, were the artists that you kind of took a liking to? So I can tell some like big names in rap when it comes to the Albanian music are like Noisy, Jiko, Ledri, but I've always listened, like, I've always listened to Albanian music, but I've always listened to English music as well. So I've always listened to Eminem, Drake. Um, the big guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jay-Z. Now uh, Lil Baby. So 
I've always listened to English music more, and uh, that's how I kind of learned English as well. Because I used to take English classes in Albania to to learn English, but then I I always listen to English music, so that helped me as well. That's cool, man. That's super cool. So that's interesting. Did you um when you started promoting here in Boston, what would what would you think other than moving into a new country, not having connection? What was the biggest challenge for you that you had to overcome to to feel comfortable? Well, in the beginning, when I used to meet people like in person, I had like a language barrier, let's say, because I just um, listened to English in school, but that's different than talking English all the time in the U.S. And so that was kind of a barrier. But then the more you, the more I talk in English, the the better it is because I get more used to it. So, but other than that, it was just connecting with people at different events and different showcases and stuff. Right. But definitely, um, Instagram has been the most like the platform where everybody reached out to me and I reached out to them. That's cool. Right. Yeah, and you've seen that recently, the growth in social media about how you promote stuff and how you get the word out because a lot of these rappers and everything, you'll discover them on those apps. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see that you're utilizing that app. So I got to ask this question, though, because I got to play a little devil's advocate here. Obviously, in the promoting industry, there's not a lot of balance, or I should say nothing's like 100%. So if you were like the head of that, what are some of like the challenges and issues you'd fix in the promoting world? I'll probably fix the relationship that promoters uh, build with the artists when they, when, when they bring somebody out, because there are certain things that, they might not be in the contract, but, and then you expect them to do, and then it's, you, you just get disappointed, kind of, when they come here. But not everybody is the same, so there are artists who are really good with, like, and their team is really understandable. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably fix the, the management of the show, kind of, with the team and the artists when you bring somebody out. Do you feel like there should be more transparency between artist and promoter? Yeah, and I just feel like there should be more not like grateful because but i just feel like they should be more connecting with the promoter as well and i know that most of the artists not 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 all of them but like most of the artists they just come there to get you know perform hype the the crowd and get the money but i just feel like there should be a more stable relationship right so that way if they come back in town they know who to call and who to get on a club yeah a lot right. of people like have I I have built good relationship with uh, most of my artists, but there are always occasions that you are like, wow, I was expecting something else, and then, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. But you learn from that, so it's 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 totally fine. You learn how to like talk to different types of people because obviously everybody's different. Yeah, that's cool, man. So for for someone like me, Vas, that's not really too familiar with the promoting world, but and and the nightclub, the the putting up events and stuff like that. So do you mind explaining what the process is, like what your role is in performing and how do you attract these artists to want to come to your events? So when it comes to shows, basically the first thing is you have to look for a, for a venue that you want to do the show. So after that, you set a date that you want to do the show. You talk with the artist you want to bring, if there is somebody big that you want to bring as a headliner. And then after that, you see for local artists who want who want to perform, and uh, it depends how you you agree with them, depending on the tickets or if there is like a paid slot or mm-hmm. different types of things. And then after that, you just go on on Evan Bright. You just create the 
link for the tickets. And the most important thing, as I said before, is the connections because you can post an event and you can have a big artist, you can have little baby, but if it doesn't get the exposure it needs, nobody gonna know about that event. So right. you can have a big artist and nobody shows to that event because they don't they don't know. It's not a big marketing or a big promotion behind it. So it's always uh, marketing promotion connections are always important when it comes to shows and the music industry in, in, in general. Right, right. And like I said, the industry is so complex. So, and I know there's been plenty of times where promoters elsewhere in the country have had artists cancel on them, you know, something last minute like that. Has anything kind of happened to you or has everything kind of been, you know, relatively smooth sailing for the most part? Yeah, everything, yeah, everything has been good on my side because I just, I try to build a good relationship with the team and right. I want them to understand me, but I also understand them as well. So I hadn't have any problems, thankfully. Until now. So. Do, do artists ask for drugs? <laughs> do you have Do you ever have artists come in and they're like, "Hey, I want to have, you know, bottles and drugs and girls there." Yeah, there, there, there have been artists who have asked for like, probably like for bottles and uh, you know, girls, strippers, food, like before performing, but nothing, nothing crazy until now. Do, uh, now. Do you give it to them? I want to hear some wild shit. Do you, do you pull up with the girls and drugs? <laughs> so like, Sick. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had anything to do with, I haven't had anything to do with drugs. But like, the the last couple of shows I've had, Good <laughs> yeah, the last couple of shows I've had like strippers and food and bottles, whatever the artist needs. Yeah, let's talk about. It. I saw, the, I saw the video of your last show that was going crazy. Yeah, so that's actually part of my uh, music video. So we shot a music video with Ramsuno in the back before he came to perform. So we had a lot of girls, a lot of people, and um, yeah, it went crazy. The music video is gonna be, it's gonna be the good. The lifestyle of a promoter sounds kind of fun, though. <laughs> it is, it is fun. Like people actually think that the promoter doesn't do anything most oh, of the no, time. Oh no, promoter is ahead of the table. But there is like a lot of hard work like behind the scenes, like especially when the connections, cause you gotta reach out to people all the time to make things happen, so. Mm -hmm. They see one side of it, but they don't see the actual work it takes. Yeah, you know they just I mean? see, you know, a show, all those people there, oh, you know, he got money from the show, but. Right, right, it's like they see little Baby perform, but they don't know who actually brought little Baby onto the stage yeah, and got him at the venue. They don't know how all those people are there. Like I had to reach out to a lot of people to come here. What's um so talking numbers? What's the biggest show you've put on so far for attendance? Like I've had I've had a couple sold out shows, mm -hmm. like the Megan Thee Stallion, the Little Baby. So I'll say twelve twelve hundred. Okay. Wow. At a club. That's wow. A big, yeah. That's a absolutely. Yeah, twelve hundred. Especially for a club. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's super dope, man. So in terms of reaching out to these people to make the event happen and obviously like the headliners and stuff, I know that you keep circling back to connections. Um, and in anything you kind of go, you kind of have to know somebody. So in your opinion, dealing with these artists and stuff, what is your strategy to reach out to, to somebody big to, to try to entice them to come perform? So I usually go with the artist who is really hot at the moment or like really popping so i reach out to their team because that's how you should do it you, you reach out to their uh, manager mm -hmm. and then you set up a date things and you just talk you know about the price and everything so 
You just do the um, talk with the, with the team most of the times. Number four. So, how, so like, you never want to work a regular job? Were there moments where you wanted to quit? Where you were like, yo, I hate doing this. I would rather work a regular job. Not not really. Because I, I always loved music. So, And now that I'm getting into music myself, like I've always had a, a plan, let's say, that I want to do promoting and music and just kind of do them both together. So... And um, I've had like hard moments when it comes to promoting, but that never really make me go out of my way and quit. But besides that, I've I've always been a a great student. So and I'm actually in college as well. So I just try to keep both of them at the same time. So if something doesn't work out, then I have the other option. But right, absolutely. Something, something I've always been into on. promoting and music, so that's my my number one. Line, Shout out to you, man. So, so why college though? Because some kids feel like if I already know what I want to do, why would I go to college? Explain to us why college. Well, like as I said, like if the promoting field like fails or I just quit from it, as you said, I just have a uh, school and my major is uh, finance. So, I just think that even if I quit from promoting or stuff, finance is still kind of related to that and related to business. So I've always like I just want to have both of them, and I I think school is very important, no matter where. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Got to keep learning. Got to keep expanding your horizons, hundred percent. So, obviously, got to talk about this. The twenty twenty Massachusetts Promoter of the Year in the building. Yes, sir. Won that award this year. How do you know? You got to obviously walk around with a little bit of swagger, knowing that you're kind of <laughs> number one in the state now. So, how does that you know winning that have affected you kind of mentally? You know, are you more of you know. I'm the I'm the best because you know I got the award. You can still kind of humble because a lot of people when they win like award like that they do kind of walk around with a certain swagger. Well, um, shout out to Mega Mass TV because I got that award from them, and award shows are are nice. Awards are nice, and I'm I'm really grateful for all the people who voted for the Recognition. award. Recognition. I'm like I'm always humbled, and an award is not gonna make me feel like some type of way. So I've always worked with the same with the same energy and the same hard work so right right but it's it's nice to get this recognition no matter what so absolutely absolutely congratulations again man seriously i appreciate it man. so i know that we pressed you a little bit on on school and education and and you responded saying it's your backup plan Me, speaking from experience it's a big struggle to try to manage a business work and go to school full-time especially now with everything being online and stuff like that how do you how, how have you managed um your, your time to be able to be successful on, on all these different avenues so when it comes to school and especially me being full-time like i've always been a full-time student so mm -hmm. it has really like been hard but when it comes to school like uh, when i have a lot of homeworks and exams and stuff like that i always like close social media and I just focus on school for those three, four, five Absolutely. hours. Absolutely, it comes first. So I just focus on that and then I have time for promoting and for, but I always uh, pay attention to school and like focus totally on it when I have a lot of homeworks to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like Absolutely. if I have time during the week, I'll do whatever I can do and then I just do the rest when, when I have time. Right, right, absolutely, and that's been uh, tough. Speaking of the COVID thing, you know, with school obviously being online, but it's clearly affected your field as well because not a lot of people, or rarely any people, are putting on any shows at any of these venues, and you're kind of seeing these venues dying. So, how has life been in terms of COVID era for you with the promoting and everything? 
So since uh, February, I hadn't done any shows. So my first show was in right now in November 28th. So that was my first show after COVID. But during this time, I've, all, I've just been promoting music and uh, have local artists on my page and promoting their music, but no shows during this time. So this was the first show after these six months, seven months. And what was the last show that you put on before we went and shut down? Before this, I was working for a show for uh, Fabio Foreign oh, in, nice. uh, okay. in Rhode Island. Yeah. And That's yeah. a good name. Yeah. That was the last one. Uh, well, certainly a good way to, you know, end the, or I should say start the quarantine with a good name like that. And obviously it'll bounce back like that. Congratulations. So I had obviously circling back to COVID just because it's affected our lives so much and especially yours with the promotion. Did you have like any big plans that COVID took away? Like were you like lining up these good people and COVID just kind of took that away from you? Like during that during that time, I was planning on doing a show, but when COVID hit, I was I just I just knew that some that the clubs were because some clubs were already like being closed and stuff. So I just knew that it was gonna go worse. So I didn't had any contract or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I had I had one for my birthday. So, but I canceled that before things were getting worse because I know that the, the the clubs were getting shut down. So, but if the COVID wasn't around, then I'll just do, I'll, I'll definitely do more shows during all that time that I missed. How many shows do you usually do a month? I'm sorry, man. Probably like one, one a month that it's my own show. But if I see somebody that is doing a good show, I'll, I'll hop on it and like sell slots for artists tickets and stuff so I, I was gonna ask how does your family feel doing this this whole promoting or rap i mean i don't know how big this is back at home but i could imagine like if you tell your mom hey i, I want to be a promoter it doesn't go over the best yeah so my my uh, my parents have always been worried about the club music scene and uh, the things that are going behind the scenes in, in the club scenes but they are a, a good reason that i'm doing the school because of them as well but yeah they've always been the ones that are pushing me towards school more absolutely absolutely it's good to always have that support from back home thousands of miles away you know especially so obviously you're you know you came over here you got right to it you got that hustlers mentality it's fair to say definitely because you know coming from a different place starting a new place you kind of have to have that you know kind of know how to have to survive and stuff like that so where does that instinct come from to just you know be the best of what you can be in your field well that's related to uh, motivation i'll say and that always comes from success so like when i see somebody having a big success then that that motivates me to go harder and do more so that's that's where it comes from success also man i can i can even add that i see it on your clothing more money more hustle i like that i like that because <laughs> a lot of people get you know like a little bit of rewards or a little bit of success and you know they're thinking about all right how can i relax right now you know instead of like leveling up to increase that income so shout yeah. out man to that mentality absolutely i think you should just keep keep going and harder and doing your uh, work because if you do something big and then you just sleep on it then people expect you to do more on the next move you know so mm-hmm. you just gotta keep going hard absolutely keep going hard absolutely so, um, hey, oh, 
Mike. Yeah, so circling back to COVID, sorry that we, we brought it back, but obviously it's the reality that we're all living with and we're all impacted by it somehow. So, you know, a lot of people talk about all the things that COVID has prevented or that has COVID has made cancel and stuff like that. But I agree that there's a lot of opportunities that COVID has also created. What are some of the opportunities in your field that COVID has presented you with? So uh, before COVID, I was more focused on throwing shows mm -hmm. and not as much focused on promoting local artists. And during COVID, there was no show. So that during that time, I was like totally focused on promoting local artists. So that definitely helped me getting in contact with more artists and local artists. So now because of that, I know more local artists and I have more connections, which will help me with the shows as well. So that was pretty important in the... Yeah, during this time, just connecting with local artists. That's good. And what are what are some of your favorite local artists to work with that you have been working with now? So, I like I personally listen to A Black. He's a local artist. I listen to G Fredo, Seven Nine One Kyle. I listen to uh, Blizzy, G Nipsey. So they're they're pretty dope. Nice, nice, nice. Shout out all them guys. Right, absolutely. It's always good to see, you know, love from the community be reciprocated back and forth, especially like that. So, basically... Oh, wait. oh yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Al. No, you, you, you got the floor, eh? What's the, what's the biggest difference between here and back home? Do you miss it? What, you know what I mean? Do you ever wish that you did this back home? In the beginning, it was really hard, so... I was just like, oh, it's kind of, it's a little different from back home. But now the more I connect with people and the more I'm getting used to the life here, like I've made more friends and stuff. So it's uh, pretty good here as well. But I, I, I have friends from back home, I have family over there. So I always keep in touch with them. But I think I'm, I'm good here right now. <laughs> so um, I know that he said if you have missed it and stuff and all of that, and, and we're happy that you have been acclimated with the lifestyle here. I'm pretty sure it's very, very different. But, you know, you are in Boston, so I have to ask, have you adopted the Boston sports? Do, do you like the Celtics, the Patriots, Bruins, Red Sox? You can be honest. To be honest, I'm not really a, a sports fan. Yeah, that's, that's cool. All right. That's, that's all right. That's cool yeah, too. not a lot of people are, you know what I'm saying? They come from blazes. That's cool. Boss likes money and women. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two simple pleasures in yeah, life. Yeah, I just like, you know, music, you know, shows. Right, you know, that's, absolutely. That's cool. That's cool, you got a man. passion, you stick to it, you know what I'm saying? For sure, yeah. for sure. I used to watch, when back home, I used to watch football, but it's not that I'm like a really big fan of sports. Like mm. that, so. And by football, we're, we're soccer? Yeah, like with the, the real yeah. football. Yeah, I was gonna say the actual <laughs> football. Yeah. Nah, Not that American the women. Where are the women at? Has a guy? Do you get mad girls on you because you're a promoter now? Yeah, they say they be popping. Yeah, there, Damn, are, eh. yeah, there are a lot of girls who just show up at the at the club trying to get a groupies. You know what I'm saying? To, yeah. <laughs> to come to the show. Yeah, hell no. Uh, no, gotta, no, no. You gotta be professional. Most of the times. Most oh, of yeah. the time. Absolutely. Can't be giving up for shit, you know what I mean? I like your honesty, man. Absolutely. Hey, Ross, when you're in a club, what you drinking on? I, I gotta hear what you drink. What alcohol do you like? What's uh, your drink of choice? Well, I like Patron. Ooh. Ooh. I okay. Like, I like vodka as well, so. Of course. Yeah. Stay with the Mix, classic yeah. Grey Goose, exactly. I can drink anything, actually. Like, I can drink Hennessy. Right. My, my favorite would be uh, vodka. Vodka. Soda, yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
and everyone's got them, you know, their favorite something, favorite, you know, show, rap or whatever. What's the what's your personal favorite show that you've put on in your career so far? If you had to pick one. I know cuz cuz I know you said you work with a lot of artists and a lot of great artists that are popping right now, but like you obviously got to have that one show that kind of just hit differently than the others. So what's that for you? My favorite show would be the one with uh, Tory Lanez. Mm. And it's not only because of uh, how many people there were in the venue, but it's more because of the connection that I made with his team. And, and he was really, like, nice. Like, he was one of the greatest artists that I've met. And, like, his attitude was, was, really, was really nice. And very, I, I very was expecting, fun to work. Yeah, I was expecting less because you never know how an artist comes out. Oh, so. of course, 100%. And he was, yeah, he was really dope. That's cool, man. Uh, he's very talented, too, man. He's extremely talented. Shout out to Tori. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely and you know like you said you've gotten all these big artists in this little time frame you know so have you ever been just kicking back you know it kind of hits you like damn you know i've only been here for two years and yet i kind of popped way quicker than everyone else yeah sometimes i i, I think of that but i don't take anything like for for, for granted oh, so absolutely i just not. very I humble just, yeah i just keep, keep going but it feels nice you know just stepping back for a moment and just seeing whatever thing, like everything you have accomplished so far. Exactly, exactly. And you're still growing. That's the crazy thing. You've only been here for two short years, and you're still growing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Go harder. Go Absolutely, got to go keep harder. going hard. Absolutely. Um. So, how far are you in what school? Are you almost done? So I'm a junior. So okay. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna get my my bachelor's. You can kind of see the the finish line but know that it's uphill from here kind of thing yeah like i always want to have my my degree no matter mm -hmm. what i do in life so i'll just keep doing school and promoting music as well now so and doing Plus, music too what are you gonna do when you get a million dollars made your first million what's the first move He's going to come back to say that and take us on vacation, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work harder to make the second. The hey, second I, like I like that, that. answer. I it's like, like that. Tom Brady, you know what my favorite ring is? The next one. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just keep going. I like that. Yeah, I mean, that sounds good. But what? But what is it, what's the shit you're going to buy? I want to know, like, do you like cars? Are you going to buy a big-ass house? Yeah, I mean, I think everything will come like little by little, you know, the more money you get, then you're trying to spend for the things you really need. But definitely, you know, a car, a good car, you know. and other things, you know, I, I think really like a house is really important mm -hmm. to have your own. Oh, yeah. so. Absolutely. Would you think about staying in, in Massachusetts or ha have you ventured anywhere else of interest? So as of right now, I just want to stay in Mass because most of my connections are here and it's way easier than moving to Atlanta or Texas to right. do a show there. Like I have Fitting. connections over there, but it's, it's like starting all over again. And mm -hmm. I just moved here two years ago, so I don't think I'm ready to move right. somewhere else. Oh, 100%. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? So you definitely want to stay put. But you talked about school, obviously. You know, you're in junior right now. Congratulations. I just graduated. I'm thinking about my master's degree as well. Is that something Shut you kind of think Shut thinking about? I know it's kind of because that's the thing with school. They kind of like, oh, what's your plan? No matter what year you're in, you know what I mean. So, have you thought about a master's degree in finance? Yeah. So, like after I get my uh, bachelor, I think I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely continue for my master's. But now, would you would you sign like? Because I know you say you want to do music. Is there a label you like, or are you gonna go independent? What's it, what's it go in the rapping lane? 
So as of right now, I'll just go independent because I know how some things are like behind the scenes, like when the with the labels and stuff and the deals and stuff. So I'll just go independent, see how far I can get, and then you know if something good comes along my way, I'll I'll think about it. But independent. Have, have your friends heard you rap? Do they? Do, do your friends like you rapping? Like I haven't, I haven't really l- let my my friends listen to my rap. Beside the one night we, that we were in the in the club shooting the music video, but so like in the studio, I I don't let everybody in the studio. So it's just me and my engineer most of the time. Exclusivity. Because I I'm still in the process of learning when it comes to music, like okay. in the in the booth and stuff like that. Because I have I haven't been an artist. I've been a promoter. Like I know stuff about music, but I I haven't been an artist for a long time. So this is my first song. So I gotta build that confidence before I can be like more 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 confident with people listening to what I rap. I respect that, man. It, it, it's it's okay to, to to admit you're an amateur. Maybe your confidence is not all the way there, and to continue put on to put on the work. So I know that you said rap. You, you're trying to get the lane where you can kind of play music for the clubs and stuff. Is that kind of the lane that you prefer, or as an artist, do you want to venture out when when you get your feet wet a little more? So as of right now, I think rap is gonna be my uh, genre, and then club club music so i'm just gonna keep both of them as of right now but i don't think i have a really good voice to sing so <laughs> i'm definitely gonna <laughs> keep doing rap and <laughs> absolutely i'm not gonna yeah i'm I'm gonna keep doing rap, but yeah, rap and club music kind of go hand in hand too, because there's a lot of rap songs that are just club songs that not a lot of people think about. Yeah, and especially in mass, like there are a lot of local artists, a lot of talent, but and there is not a lot of club music for songs to be played in the clubs. Like I see rap, I see pop, but it's not a specific like type of music that it's gonna be played in the clubs. That usually now you're gonna be rapping about the guns and the drugs and the and the hoes in this club music. Yeah, not 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 drugs, no drugs, <laughs> no drugs. He clean, no guns. he clean, he clean. He's adamant about no drugs. He no clean. Drugs. No, how everybody else is doing? I'm gonna do my thing. Exactly. Starting. Also, but how about when your parents hear you rapping? Are you scared to let? Have you told your parents that you're gonna rap yet? No, not yet. When they're gonna see the first music video, they're gonna be shocked. <laughs> oh sure, I like it. It's a good surprise, eh? Well, I mean, they are getting used to the the, the club scene and stuff like that because I've been in the I've been doing shows, so they are kind of getting used to the clubs. So I think they will get used to the music as well. Right, right, absolutely. So, what, what, what? Anything? I feel like there has to be like. A motivation something that makes you want to do it i know that you're in the in the music industry in the aspect of promoting it and you've been in close contact with a lot of these artists so maybe some of that love for the music rubbed off on you i know that you said that you've always had it but in terms of rap specifically the lane that you're choosing like music that can be played in the club people can vibe out have a drink have a shorty near them who do you want to say inspired you? You heard a song, you was like, man, I, I wish I had a record like that. It's, uh, so when it comes to artists, I would say like bigger artists that I listen, like Eminem, mm-hmm. Lil Baby right now, I listen to Lil Baby a lot. So, but when it, when I mean like it's inspired, as I said earlier, it's just success of different, of different people. So when I see 
record doing good, then I'm like, oh, I wish I had the record. No matter who the artist is, you know, when something is blowing up, then if it's good, then you know, why not? That's dope, man. That's dope. And and did you did you pick up the habit of like just writing lyrics, or are you a person that needs a beat, needs the vibe to kind of start? getting in your creative zone no yeah like right now as i said earlier like i'm a beginner when it comes to music so i've, I've been staying home like writing lyrics uh and then i go to the booth like I, I can just go to the booth and freestyle because i'm still new to this and beside that as i said earlier like is the lang the the language barrier as well so i have to think in english like i have to think in my own language and translate it in english and then say so it's like kind of a complicated process so it definitely takes some time to write lyrics and then go record and Vaz, are you ready because rapping is, is cold like some people rap for six years and never make it nowhere are you ready for that because that happens to a lot of people where, especially in america where a lot of people want to rap yeah so i think i'm i think i'm i'm ready to to start this Kind of journey, let's say, because I I I, I always want to do, to do music, mm -hmm. but as I said earlier, before I didn't I didn't had that many connections to help me. So now I feel like I'm at a certain point that I can get my song not blow up at first, you know, and be a hit or whatever. But I just think, you know, with uh, you got the support, working hard, yeah, right. You got the support consistency, already, man. Consistency, you know, yeah. you put work ethic, and and you're a, one thing I like. Of, of the the trend that I've seen with this conversation is that you value the relationships that you build the connections that you build So keeping that mindset man the sky's the limit. I know it sounds cliche, but for real right because there's not a lot of people like that You know, we've talked about it many times on the podcast how you said earlier You want to stay independent because you know labels are just they tell you where to release your sound and how much you can make off your sound because they try to own those rights so it's good to see that you know we have someone who is relatively new in the music industry who knows the avenues that to take and what not to take and has a good head on the shoulders because a lot of people jump into the game you know just they see the lavish lifestyle because of that but you know you've obviously know the lifestyle because of who you've been around and stuff like that so like i said it's just good to see that no one you have a smart person who can't be tricked that easily into knowing not knowing what the game is yeah and it's not only about like getting tricked because i see a lot of artists that um i said earlier they might have put five years into music they haven't done anything and now they, they, they just want a manager or they just want to get signed because it's going nowhere for them but I, I, they just need to evaluate like everything that comes to their way and see everything, especially when it comes to like contracts and stuff. They should read everything. Right, every fine print because you don't know what they're slipping in there. They could be slipping some really sneaky shit that ends up fucking up the whole thing. Yeah. So, and like even if you do a contract, do it for like a year and see how things are going, and then if it's not good, then you just. Going independent again. Yeah. Oh, a lot of what also you're starting to see a lot of people start their own labels, so that way they have the, their own control. So, is that a kind of move you're fond of? Like, do you agree with that? Or do you think that people should just kind of just stay independent? I think labels are good if there is a a good understanding between uh, the people that are in the label. So, if um, I know six, seven people that are really like going hard or like have buzz or whatever and we make a label 
then that's uh, beneficial for all of us because mm-hmm. every, everybody is going to push each other. So I think it's, it's um, really dope. I think it's very important to find those type of relationships where you're not asking someone to do something, but instead everybody's kind of helping each other because that way, like exactly what you said, everybody's kind of motivated to see the product that you guys are putting together grow because everybody's going to win. Um, so congratulations on that, man. Seriously. Well, yeah. I mean, thank you. Like when it comes to labels, it doesn't really work like that. Like if I would do a label, it would be with people that I really like trust and like have a really close relationship because I'm not going to go in a label with people that have beef like inside. Like, with like internally, other, you know? exactly. Because they're not going to support each other. So it's kind of useless. Hey, you bring up beef and um, have you ran into like the politics of Boston? You know, like, you know, different neighborhoods and that stuff. Have you ran into any of that? So, like, when it comes to artists, I'm, I'm cool with everybody. I work with everybody, so. But when it comes to promoters, let's say, there aren't a lot who, like, show support. So, right. like, I have a relationship with some of them, but when it, I mean, when it comes to artists, I'm, I'm, I'm good with everybody. So, I haven't run in any trouble with artists. Good for you. And has the beef shit kind of come with the artists? Because, like you said, you know, a lot of the rappers you've put on for, you know, Little baby, the baby, you know, Tory Lanez, they have beef with other rappers. So, have that has their internal beef ever like affected your promoting work at all? There, there hasn't been any any case that is like really crazy. Like, I just bring the artists, I don't care like what they do in their private life or like whatever. So, I just do the show, have the artists perform, make sure everything goes smooth, and that's it. That's what's up, man. So in in your eyes i know that having a uh, a sold out show a big name artist it's it's all something to get excited for but since you have significant experience in this field both back home and, and transitioned seamlessly here in the u.s specifically in boston mass what is an ideal event for you how, how i know that you keep saying running smoothly what does that look like for somebody in the outside that's not familiar with the promoting world when i mean running smoothly it means that everybody does everybody do their job so like if i'm doing a show i need like i assign different jobs let's say to everybody so i just want everybody to do their part and then the show runs smooth that includes like from the security from the battle girls from the management of the venue and stuff so yeah, as as long as everybody does their part, then the show is gonna run smooth. Everyone's on but the you same always team. have to have that like backup plan it, if it if it doesn't run smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I gotta ask because you know, like you said, you listen to a lot of local artists in Boston. Why did you choose Boston when you came over? Why not like the bigger cities like New York or Chicago that a lot of people say are these popping cities for artists? So I moved here as I said earlier, because of I had people here already, like I had my aunt, my cousin, so I, I've never been to the US before I moved here, so it was completely new for me, so it was easier for me to come to a place that I had people, like my aunt and stuff, because that made it easier to get used to here, and then, then rather than go in New York or somewhere else, that I wouldn't have that family support. So right. that was the main reason why I came here. Right, right. Because, like, you know, it's been discussed many times in this podcast, like I said, you know, these areas like New York, Florida, Atlanta, these are where the artists are known for in the big game, you know. Little Baby's from Atlanta, Gucci Mane's from Atlanta, you know, just 
rambling off the top of my head. So, but you never hear about Boston in the rap game. You know, when you do, it's maybe one artist and he's kind of popping or he's just starting, you know, get there. So, and why is it so important to you to, you know, show local love to these artists? It's, it's important because, so some, some artists, their, their mission, let's say, is to make it locally first, you know? So by promoting their music, from me or from other promoters and other blogs, they are closer to reach their mission to be known locally. And then from there, they can be known in like more and more in the United States. So it is indeed important because in promoting is everything when it comes to music. For sure, for sure. And, 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 and building that connection. So again, Boss, man, putting on a service for, for local artists, putting on entertainment, making sure everything goes smoothly focusing in school and dropping a new mic, a, a new uh, song, video. Check that out, man. Wh wh how can people find you right now? So everybody can reach out to me or follow me on Instagram at V-A-S-J-A-N or just type Vas and he will show up. So yeah, He's King Vas. He's the number one Vas. You know? <laughs> no, it's just not, <laughs> that many, it's not that many Vas. So yeah. The biggest Vas. If you type V-A-S, that's the one that's going to pop yeah. up. Facts, facts, so facts. yeah, my Instagram platform is the yeah where main, I do the main point of contact. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. point of contact. And so yeah, you got anyone you want to shout out, bro? You know, someone you haven't mentioned yet in this show that deserves you know some little shout out love. I will shout out everybody who helped me with my last show, the Ramstono show, and uh, shout out to all the people who came in the music video. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for the music video. It's gonna be out in a week or two weeks. And so. and they can expect it in. Um, all the platforms but mainly on instagram yeah so i'm gonna drop the music video as well the same day so it's gonna be everywhere you you got a youtube channel too right is that we're gonna put it on yeah i'm gonna put it on youtube right, Fantastic. Right. Send, send it our way man we'll be on the uh, our eyes will be peeled back waiting for that man absolutely, of course, absolutely. appreciate the the connection and the help. oh of course bro of course and i gotta give a quick shout out to um Every artist we've had on so far, including Voss, obviously Voss, when that song drops, it's going to be added to the brand new Say That playlist that is out now on Apple Music. You know, anytime a guest that has a song or any, or any form of music, they come on the show, we just put it right on that playlist. Cause like I said, that's how we show local love out here as well. Thank you, you man. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm very excited for that to drop. So what's that going to be called? What's the, what's the new joint going to be called? It's called Pull Up and Ride. Oh, that sounds like a club anthem already. Damn, you starting off fresh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Word, word, word. I just want to shout out the team. Shout out Voss. Thank you so much for your time, brother. It's it, it's been an honor here talking to you, picking your brain, man. You have a great head on your shoulders, and I'm excited to see what else life presents you with, man. So, the best of luck and and keep at it, man. Absolutely. And hey, who we shouting out this week, bro? Hey, per usual, I want to shout out myself because I work hard every single day of my life. <laughs> shout out to you. Absolutely. I want to shout out my man Vaz. No drugs. Clean no, no lifestyle. You got to love that, yeah, bro. Stay out of drugs. Yeah, hell no. Hey, no thank drugs. you for coming through, Vaz. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys for having me. Absolutely. Thank boss. you for putting on for the studio. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you already know you can find me at M I K E dot S A N C H E Z Z Z. That's three Z so they can stop sleeping. Yes, sir. And you can find me R E P E T E 647 on everywhere but Twitter because I got suspended from Twitter, but I ain't going to go into that. Don't even talk about it. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I ain't on Twitter right now, but I will be in a couple of, hopefully a week. <laughs> so I don't know what Captain put on that limit. But yo, yeah, f find me on go.alex on IG every week. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And always, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. The local support's been unreal. Once again, shout out to Voss for coming in. We got some special stuff coming your way as we close out the, you know, the worst year, 2020, moving to brighter pastures in 2021, y'all. So, but as always, as we like to say, remember, y'all, don't, don't say, say this, this, say that. Thank All you. Right. Good night, y'all.